0: Oh may so. Lord we worship you. There's nothing like knowing you. There's nothing than hearing from you. There's nothing that assurance that comes from prayer. glory Glory to God will you pray Lord show me the problems I am designed to solve that will bring forth my glory David found Goliath you have problems that God has designed you to solve that will make your glory burst forth like the morning glory to God Will you go ahead and pray everybody? Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Hallelujah. Glory to God. We have two more prayer segments. Look at me, everybody. There are people in this auditorium. And the Spirit of God has shown me this over and over again. The reason why you're not as successful as you need to be is this. Just one reason. You're tired. You're just tired of trying. You just like It's not as if you don't do all those things again. But in a in a real world, you've gradually becoming hopeless. You just don't really believe that things can happen. And the reason why is that you've tried and tried and tried and tried. Gradually you just don't believe that things can happen again, you know, because you've done this business five times, you know where you want to be, and because of that, you're just hopeless. See, Caleb received a vision at the age of 80. And they possess land at 80. You know what's happening to you? You're just drained emotionally. Some of you, it's not even your goals are draining you. It's your marriage. Praying or singing. I just want to cry out to God. And say, Lord, renew my strength. Refuel my emotional bank. That's what I wants to be to today. Hallelujah. a whole song. If you want to come, start coming. And Jesus is here right now. Jesus is here right now. He's here to meet your needs, to set the captives free. Oh, Jesus is here right now. Someone crying, Lord Kumbaya. Someone crying, Lord Kumbaya. Someone crying, Lord, kumbaya, oh Lord, kumbaya, kumbaya my Lord, kumbaya. all of you outside, you need to let the Lord, you need to let the Lord work on you. You need to let the Lord bring you strength. Just bring your strength. The Bible says this is a rest. This is a rest for the weary. That's what the Bible says. It says this is a rest for the weary. This is a rest for the weary. It's too early to be tired. It's too early to be tired. The year is too early to be tired. It's too early to be tired. That's what the Holy Spirit comes to do. To bring strength. To bring strength. Bring strength. I don't know what's making you feel down, making you feel weak, making you feel the way you feel, but this evening we're believing for strength by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're believing for strength by the power of the Holy Spirit. We're believing for strength by the power of the Holy Spirit. Emotional strength, emotional strength, inner strength, inner strength. You will find the strength to fight and win. You will find the strength to fight and win. You're not going to give up. You're not going to give up. You're going to find the strength to fight and win. Shako Sate Barakes. Sabaragatonga. Strength. Hallelujah. All of you outside, I want to pray for you, but pay attention. All of you outside, pay attention. There is a way the devil saps your strength. Think, identify it, and stay away from it. And there's a way God renews your strength. Think, identify, and stay in it. The Bible says, they that wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. All of you look at me, all of you sitting outside, let me look at me. The only reason why you feel drained is this, just one reason. It's not because life is tough. Everybody's like a phone. All of us, male and female, we're all like a phone. Let let me use this. All of us in this service, we're, we're all like a mobile phone. As you use the mobile phone during the day, it drains out because it's in use as you go through life you drain out sometimes it's personal problems sometimes it's business pressure sometimes it's marriage sometimes it's just life but if you don't charge your mobile phone it will go into a low battery mode and when it goes into a low battery mode some functions will not be optimized And some of you, the reason why some parts of your life is not optimized is not because you're not yet dead, but because you're in a low battery zone. So some functions in your life is not optimized. Your energy is not optimized. Your love life is not optimized. Your capacity for bitterness is enlarged because you're not charged. And if you stay that way for a long time, the battery will go flat. And that's a bad time that's a bad place many people the battery of their life has gone flat they become hopeless they become not unbothered everything irritates them everything gets at them they just don't have capacity to dream they don't have capacity to pursue and the reason is simple because the battery is flat and you know the worst thing about a flat battery When your battery is flat, you will need more power to charge a flat battery than to renew a battery that is almost flat. And that's why, let me tell you something, some of you tonight, this is just starting something you need more than this. Because that battery is flat. And you need to go into some seasons of prayer, some seasons of worship, and just say, Lord, it may take me one week, two weeks to get here, but I just need to be here. Because my battery is flat. And I know. So I say, how do you know your battery is flat? Everything is dead. Everything is not religion. You come to church not because you want to. Religion. How do you know your battery is flat? You stay at home because you don't care again. You take the Bible, you don't read again. It's all dead. Whatever you do is not religion because it's flat. You, you, how far with your dreams, whatever will happen will happen. I can't come my and kill myself. You're not bothered again. But all you have to do is to put the charger in the battery and keep it there for a long time and the battery that was dead will come back alive. And Lord, I pray for all my friends out here today. One of the ministry of the Spirit of God is that he's our standby, he's our strength now. Will you please strengthen them? Will you please reinvigorate them with strength? Will you please replace depleted Energy from within. In the name of Jesus Christ, thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. Go back to your seats. Just a final category. I mean, you you can take any posture, but this time around, I want to invite all our leaders to come, all of our HODs, all of our zonal leaders, all of our pastors. I want to come and stay here. And this, you have to pray this prayer. But I want them. I think they really need it. You have to pray this prayer, Lord to be superior wisdom superior wisdom that's what I'm asking for see grabbing the capacity to be able to think on a level that is higher than every other person you know what God did for Solomon the Bible says God granted Solomon the largeness of hearts as you know as large as the seashore and all of you sitting down I hope you know it's a prayer for yourself also that Lord, I want you to see things not the way my mates see it, I want to see from a superior perspective. This is, I want you to ask in faith. I want to, I want to ask you going into an industry, you go into an economy, and when everybody are looking at X, you are seeing ZY because you are functioning at a different capacity. Let's go ahead and pray. I love you, sitting there. We'll just get up. Let's all of you go ahead. And let's ask for this. Let's ask for this. Let's ask for this. I want to believe God for wisdom. 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 Christ has been made unto us the wisdom of God. I want us to believe God for depth of wisdom. Depth of wisdom. Depth of wisdom. Ah renase cale Oh, the negro rose that the negro rose, man, no could remain in our hearts. Are no coronas that kerido she mata. Oh, Berico Torine, mamondo mondo rumbe que teremos um bando lo bata. rose que te le rizo contra mano rune. Ah, Adan, 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 hey, that's me, hey. Superior wisdom, oh, of wisdom. Yeah. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You know, I want to explain the prayer point because some of you don't get it. You know, as I'm praying, I feel that like some of you don't have it. Don't get it. See, some people see things. And they have very unusual insights. You tell them a problem, and the way they process it in their mental, in their mental process, it's like wow. I didn't say that way. Things are very difficult for that human beings. It's like peanuts. Like the, their, their brain is. Some people call them genius. Someone say, what does that mean? I know that in the Bible there was a guy called Bezalel, and the Bible says, and God filled him with wisdom. He filled him with wisdom. I'm not saying that wisdom, like you know, and we're doing this and No, 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 no. You will sit at work. The kind of things your MD, your group MD cannot think about. You sit down, when you write a proposal, they'll be like, ah, where did guys go to school? When people come to you with problems, they'll be like, see, when you look at the economy, the way you see solutions, the way you see interpretation, the way you analyze things, the way you come out with solutions, you'll be like, ah, what's going on here? What's going on here? You know, I'm saying this to you because First Corinthians said, Christ has made unto us what? The wisdom of God. But the good thing about Christ is that in Christ, there are riches of wisdom that in layers. We walk in a layer, we can get into a deeper layer. And you know why I'm asking you? It's a blessing that those that hunger and thirst for they shall be filled. See, say, Lord, I don't want to talk common talk again. I want to talk in a way that I feel like, <sighs> I feel like where did you get that from? Hallelujah. I want to produce. And Bible says wisdom is justified of our children. When I talk, the results are obvious. The results. I'm not just a talker. Results. Let's go ahead and pray. Let's go ahead and pray. Ah, engolo sobraha. engolo Today, let something shift in my mental regions. Today, let something shift in my mental regions. eh you expanded my mind, oh God. Yes, you touched me. You touched me. You touched me. You said this day. I'm asking for deeper dimensions. Hey. I'm asking I walk in the fullness of that you are given me. Hey When I look at the word, when I preach, when I teach, when I lead, hey, tell The wisdom of God will be apparent. Hey, to to be apparent. It will be apparent. Hey, I'm asking you in faith for myself, for our leaders, for our church. hey, depth of wisdom sura madarusas sura madarusas sura madarusas ego romo seata ego rosa tale macormasasa depth of wisdom depth of wisdom depth of wisdom depth of wisdom hey in jesus name we pray from today operate at a superior wisdom level from today hey this wisdom will inspire you shallow thinking has been paralyzed average thinking has been paralyzed superior thinking has been activated See things differently. Respond to life differently. Plan differently. Interpret things differently. Talk differently. The Bible says the thoughts of God are way higher than our thoughts. From today, walk at that frequency. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Heavenly Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Praise God. Hallelujah. You can have your seat now. Hey, 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 hey. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You know, when God wants to change your life, your prayer point must change. The way you know you are growing spiritually is this your prayers start changing. That's how you know you are praying. You are growing. Your prayers will start changing. Because if you are... See, let me tell you, you If you are praying for the same thing for five years, something is wrong. Your prayers should have been changing. Praise the Lord. Your problems should not be the same problems you have. They should be changing also. Because you are scaling the other ones and newer ones are coming. All right, let's let's get into it tonight. Let's get into it tonight. Hallelujah. Amen. I don't even know. I know in Jesus' name. Pastor, did you talk about that it's laziness to avoid problems? Did you talk about that on Sunday? You talk about it on Sunday. Okay. Let me start from there, because I want to read two scriptures from Sunday, then I'll continue from today. Proverbs 22 verse 13. Proverbs 22 verse 13. Proverbs 22 verse 13. Let's read on the screen. Hallelujah. Want to go. The sluggard says, there is a lion outside. I shall be slain in the street. Watch this now. When he says the sluggard says, it means the lazy man says that the reason why I'm doing nothing and I'm stuck inside it's because there's this huge lion or obstacle outside, and if I attempt to engage the lion, I'll be killed. And the Bible defines that not as bravery, the Bible defines that laziness. What is laziness? Bible definition of laziness is to see problems and avoid it. Bible definition of laziness is to see problems and allow problems to stop you from achieving your goal. That is a classic definition of problems. And that's why on Sunday, I'm going to teach on how to, what am I teaching on Sunday? How to come out of trouble. Do you, do you have that thing on at the screen at the back? How to come out of trouble and complicated setback. That's it. How to come out of trouble and complicated setback. And let me tell you something. If you know people that have gotten themselves in trouble, marital trouble, financial trouble, this is their service. You know why? Not just because I'm teaching, because the anointing is going to be working. Of course, as just Christ taught the Word, the Spirit fell. Because the Spirit backs up the Word. So, the Bible says this. It says, the, so you need to think about it. Many of you are here, and, and today, as I talk about how to win in the workplace, One of the things you must realize is this, there will always be challenges. There will be people challenges. There will be financial challenges. There will be pressure all over the place. But the question is this. This is the question. This is the question. If you keep running away because there are challenges, the Bible doesn't say you're smart. It said you're lazy. If because your marriage is somehow you want to pack up, the Bible says you're a lazy husband. If your mind is somehow, and you want to pack up, is you say you're a lazy wife. Some of you, you are so addicted to pornography, and you wonder, I can't help it. Listen, just the thought, you can't help it. It's a lazy thought. Some of you need to do business expansion, and you need a hundred million to expand your business. That's a lot of money. I know that. But if that's what you need, that's what you need. Never say, see... Listen to me. As a child of God, there's some things you should never say. besides believing in God, never say it is impossible or I can't, because the Bible says, "With God, all things are possible." This church is a huge testimony. I've said it over and over again. There was a ch- time I started this church, and some, and we needed three thousand to continue holding services, and I raised the money in the church, and nobody could pay for it, and we closed down the services. But look at us today. Our staff strength is maybe about 100 or over 100 that work in harvesters. But some have learned us this. And look at me, some have learned us this. See, if you grow up in Nigeria, one thing you'll learn without going to school is this. How to abandon problem, how to ignore problems. Since when I was young, there's been traffic on Tottenham Bridge, yes or no? It's going to be there for the next 20 years. Don't we have government? No. Since, since when I was young, to get a passport had always been a problem. Yes or no? Yes. We keep, since when I was young, there has been no power. Yes or no? Yes. We still keep having... Let me tell you, the bad side of this, you keep pointing to the government. Oh, uh, Listen, that's the part you don't want to go to. What you should think about is how it's affecting you as a person. Because you grow in a culture that ignores problem, you also adopt it as a person. So most of us have adopted ignoring problems as a way of life. Someone says, "This is the funniest thing people say to me." Why did your business school? I say, "Ah, it's because of Nepal. You know, diesel so expensive." I like, before you started the business, was there no Nepal problem? How come Nepal problem now? Close down your business. Some things are not that problem to us. It's lifestyle. For example. All of it are doing business. Just in case you don't know. What kills business in the first five years is funding. And here you are, you want to go into business, and you have no plan for funding. What will happen? Like others have died. You will also die. But that's not your portion. But I wish you can do more than amen. See, I'm only saying so because I just want to be honest with you as a pastor. Christians always feel as if I can just ignore things. And as soon as I can pray, a miracle will happen. Of course that happens sometimes, but that's not God's best. See, this scripture is very powerful. It says, the sluggard man, can you leave the scripture back on the screen? And please, can you take care of this book? Can you find something that is more, international, more contemporary to put than this book in Jesus' name? Because my father kind of looked at that, we don't look at such things. See, that's my. Pro- see, if you're close to me, you know that I move very fast. It says, <laughs> "Okay, we need a car to repack. If you bought a hundred CRV, you are parked in a place where last night' is looking for you. So, if that's your car, I think the guy is going out already. So, you know, if you parked in a hundred CRV, it's gold. You need to see what is it. Says. Let's want to go." The slothful man saith, there's a lion without, I will be slain in the street. So some lady says that I will not date again because all the guys I've dated are jerks. Have you solved the problem? No. Have you ignored the problem? Yes. And the Bible says that's laziness. See what the Bible says. This is what, this is what the Bible says about you. You want to know what the Bible says about you? Proverbs 3030. 30. Oh, you'll love the scripture. Proverbs 3030. 30. I love it. I don't write in church. I really feel bad for you. One to go. A lion is the strongest amongst beasts, and turneth not away for what? Hey, hold on. Who is this lion? Hold on before you conclude. Is it the devil? How do we know? The Bible says this: the devil goeth around what? like a roaring lion listen to me it didn't say it was a lion it says his movement is like he's even compared to a lion it compared him to the movement of a lion like a roaring lion looking for womb in the devour so the devil is not a lion because the Bible never called him that but would the Bible call lion? the Bible says that Jesus is the lion of the tribe of what? Judah. Wow. And First John says, as he is in heaven, so are we on earth. So, if he's the lion of the tribe of Judah, and I'm also connected to him, I am a lion in the tribe of Judah. Meaning, as a lion, I do not turn away from any. Bible's, see, when you see a lion in the jungle, lion doesn't run, no. Say, waiting. Yes, yes. Hey, somebody have a that lion isn't ah, yes, this is running. This my jungle. Bible says, a turn not not away for any beast. Question Why is it small capital you've closed down? Small trouble you have closed down. Small this you have closed down. Why? The reason why is that in your image, inner image, you don't even see yourself as a lion. What will make a lion die of hunger? All other beasts are dead. Glory to God. This is very powerful for you. And so on Sunday, we look at the David of David and Goliath. And specifically, specifically, I I, I just want to make sure. Hmm. Yeah. specifically we looked at how David defeated Goliath and what I want you to see is this see because why am I bringing that back today because everybody needs to fight because what I'm talking today you about to say you have to fight for your dreams without letting go and I've already dealt with the first thing which I prayed about today the reason most people let go of their dream is not what they want to let go there's no emotional strength to pursue their dreams and that's what happens People just get to a place, they've been so hurt, they've been so disappointed, they are so exhausted, they just let their dream and it just goes away. That's what happens. And many of you are in that category. See, you'll be surprised that many people, this is just February, they've forgotten the goals and resolution they made in January. So soon, just six weeks, everything is over. So, how do you fight for your dreams without letting go? But look at the composition. You have to fight for your dreams. Some of you have a dream to build a business that will be worth $250 That's wonderful. Some of you have a dream to build an international business. That's wonderful. Some of you have a dream of... A, a great marriage where the husband and wife love each other and your kids grow up to be great that's wonderful some of you have dreams to become to have a bank that's wonderful question do you even have dreams do you have a place where your dreams are written I want to ask you something do you know if you don't have dreams you don't have the future if you don't have dreams you will work for those that have dreams as long as say have dreams if your dream is not written now I don't take it seriously you know why? Someone said, Really? Because God takes writing so seriously. When angels appear to people, the angel will tell them, Oh boy, write. Imagine this was seen a vision. In the vision, the angel takes writing so powerful, he says, Write. Writing is miraculous. He said, You have a dream. Why have you written it? You don't have a dream. The things that are important to you are on your phone. Where's your dream? It's on your phone. What you have is a wish. And a wish is not a dream. By the way, I missed this down. Entrepreneurs Forum is going to be wonderful. So, why did you say that? For the first time in our church, we have the MD of Access Bank coming to speak and share his story. Yeah. So. Albert Wigge will be here. He'll be here on Saturday. I, I know I love Albert. He got, see, let me tell you something. All of that, below, all of that above 30, if you miss Entrepreneurs Forum, you should be flogged. If you have not registered, you should be flogged double. Albert, Albert rather, got his banking license at the age of 34. Because they said you are too young. Banking license at 34. He was not born in America. He was born in Ibadan. I'm just telling you that complaint. How much is Access Bank worth now? What? What? Twelve point five (laughs) billion dollars. Listen, I I didn't say twelve. What's twelve point five billion naira? I'm sorry, in naira. Twelve point five billion dollars in naira. That's in trillions, right? That's in trillions. In trillions. It started at 34. Some of you are well over 30. You don't even know what. You see, what is exciting you is true and bad. What's exciting is baby boy and Honda Hala. You know the reason why? Your thirst is a function of your desire, of your exposure. So I said it, I said it wrongly. Your thirst is a function of your exposure. What you have been exposed to is what makes you thirst for those kind of things. For example, if you grew up in London, you will know how to eat salad. Nigeria, we must put oil and pepper because there's nothing wrong in it because we grew up here. But when you grew up abroad, you see, one time I had a friend that was telling me about, he said when he came to Nigeria, he said, he ate rice, jollof rice, he said, it was so spicy. He said, I was turning red. He said. My friend just took the rice and passed it to his three-year-old child, and the guy finished it, and didn't even feel any spicy. The reason why is that the tongue is trained. The reason why you are excited because for all those things, that's your exposure. And that's why in the cemetery, the biggest, let me tell you, Pastor, one of the favors you can do for your internal life, for your life this year, is to attend the Entrepreneurs Forum. You have Someone, some of you will never have a one-on-one with him again. You have him sitting down here. Uh, Mitchell Elebey is here. Mitchell Elebey's company is about one billion dollars now. You have them sitting down here on this stage alone. Then there's a young guy that is going to come on. He's even 34 right now. He's, he told me he said last year we made a profit of seven billion. The company is about five years old. And sometimes he sits down in church close to you. Sit down and just cry, man, and go away. You know the reason why? The reason why you don't have such tests is this. All the people that made money you know ah, yao yao, for the younger ones. And the older ones, the people that made money, people that you think are rich are those that rent house in Nikoi and have one pajero. And you know, you will now wonder what is wealth. That boy that is 34 years old, I'm even going to do a video. I'm going to watch it. I'm going to do an Insta Live with him next week. Uh, because, like I said, four years old, he said to me, I think they spend maybe annually on salaries, somewhere close to a billion on salaries. When you attend those kind of meetings, your appetite will change. You will, first of all, go home and cry. That cry is a cry for all your foolishness. <laughs> then your brain will be activated. Yes. Glory to God. Yes. So someone says, "Why are we doing Entrepreneurs well, I'll tell you why I'm doing it. I'll tell you why I'm doing it today. One of the reasons why we do that program is this: most people that you know in Nigeria stole money to become rich. That's the truth. We just want to tell some stories of people that also worked hard, with help here and there, we know, and got somewhere. So that you can even have a mental picture of how your future can look like. So I want to ask you, if you have not registered, can you register today? Outside? Where? What? Online. Go online. Someone say, why do you register? My brother and sister, this thing is a, not a church service. So it's a business meeting. Once it's full, it's full. If you like say that, uh-uh, this is my church. I've been coming since 1945. It doesn't matter. Once it's full, it's full. You know, because the reason why is that when you have people like Herbert, and they say, security be tight, they they will not come and kidnap them here. <laughs> uh-huh. So when you see you see Mopo, they will start to screen you, go, wah, wah, wah. They check you very well. So once you don't have your, and by next week Sunday now, if you register, you start, you start picking up your entrance tag. They tag, they tag you. Not of the ones that I have been my staff member, there's not like that, you know. Uh-huh. So that's why we're not doing on Sunday, we're doing on Saturday. The Avestas member come on Sunday. You know what I'm talking about? All right. Glory to God. And I want to say, you know you're my people. Let me advise you. Hold on, let me advise you. Let me advise you. As you are coming, look for shirt and tie and suits. Dress well. Even if a lady, the appropriate dressing for ladies. Dress well. Have your complimentary card in a pouch. When you sit down, sit down, big, nice pen and paper. Just be taking notes. Because you don't know. See, just pray. Who you sit next to can become the door that you need. But when they look at you, let them know that you are worthy of the door. Glory to God. The other thing I want to do for me is this. Um, Help me invite all the bosses you know. The reason why is that. Why are you doing that? If you want to meet big people, Uh invite other big people to come. So as you bring your own, they bring their own. We all expose people to new relationships. So I wanted to say that to you. But that's the what I'm going to. First Samuel chapter 17 anyway. So we don't bow down for... So if there are capital problems, we raise the money. Yes or no? Yeah. If, there, what, what are problems? if there are policy problems, we fix it. We don't back down. We we go forward. We go forward. First Samuel chapter seventeen. So let me give you the three essentials, and we'll close the service. Hmm. The problems, you know, last night. Let let me just say, last night. I had a meeting, late meeting, with one guy. He's Canadian. When I say he's Canadian, he didn't go and get a Canadian flag. No, he was born in Canada and raised in Canada. So one of them was Canadian. I said, wow. I said, why did he move back to Nigeria? He, he told me something. He said, what will you become in Canada? I said, eh? I said, no, are going there? He said, what will you become in Canada? He said, as far as you have black skin, what you can get to is limited. Is that you think people that invite you to their country do not have a plan to keep you under that, that check before you take over that country? He said, they will be stupid to invite people to their country and not have a method to hold them like this. He said, it's another kind of colonialism. He said, the first time they took sheep to carry us away to Sugar Land, he said, now they use economic factors to carry us away. We'll go there, work for them, prosper their land, expand their land, and we'll go back and come back again. I said, Jesus Christ. He said, I was born, he said, I'm a born Canadian, I didn't, I, I didn't I'm born Canadian. He said, I grew up there. He said, said, my first 20 years or so, I was in Canada. That's why I say you have to pray that God will give you superior sights. When you enter planes to Nigeria, you see white people with all our Ebola, all our broken haram, they are coming full force to Nigeria. When you enter plane out of Nigeria, you see Nigerians, the way they've dressed, it's obvious that they're not coming back. You know. <laughs> Glory to God. All right, let's go, let's go. So the Bible says this, um, so, let's go. Bible says in verse 22, this was when David had gone into the battle. And David left his carriage in the hands of the keeper of the carriage, and ran into the army, and came and saluted his brethren. And he said unto them, Behold, as he talked with them, rather, Behold the comet of the champion, the Philistine of God, Goliath by name out of the armies of Philistine and spake according to the same words. And David heard him. And all the men of Israel, when they saw the man, fled from him and were so afraid. And the men of Israel said, Have you seen this man that is come up shortly to defile Israel? Is he come up? It shall be that the man that kills him, the king will enrich him with great riches and will give him his daughter and make his father's house free in Israel. And David spake unto them and said, what shall be done to the man that killed the Philistine? And take it away the reproach. Watch this now. Take note of that. And take it away the reproach from Israel. For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defile the armies of the living God? And the people answered him and said, So shall it be done unto the man that killed him. Verse 28. And Eliab, his elder brother, heard when he said all this unto the men. And Eliab's anger was kindled against David. And he said, why comes thou Tidam? With whom have you left the few feet, sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride in the naughtiness of their heart. for you have come that you may see the battle. Oh my God. And David said, what have I now done? And David said the big thing. He said, is that not what? He said, it's not a cause. If you're going to fight and win in your career, three things you must know. Number one, the fight is not about you. There's a superior cause. Let me tell you something. Every time you realize that there is a superior cause, you give more to it. Every, let me tell you. Have you watched movies when they torture somebody to give up a secret? Most of the time, if they are hurting people, they don't talk. But once they bring their child, you hear, please don't touch him. He has nothing to do with this. Please don't touch him. He has nothing to do with this. Please don't touch him because 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 there is a superior cost now listen to me once you think that success in life is just about you you can never go far but once you remind yourself I have to succeed for God's glory I see not drive social glory listen it's for let me explain to you I don't have to I don't just have to succeed for God's glory I have to succeed to show my children that success is a possibility It's not about me. It's not about me. My children need to see that success is possible against all odds. And when things are difficult, listen to me. It's difficult for a poor parent to challenge a child to be successful. Because if it was that easy, mommy, why didn't you succeed? But if you can succeed, you can look at your wife, you can look at your child, you can look at your cousin and say, hey, it was difficult but we made it through. That's why you make up your mind because I need to succeed to have a testimony for my family to share. I need to succeed to have a testimony for my family to share. Moses said, is there not a cause? The reason why you give up so easily is that you think it's about you. It's always about you. If you're going to fight and not let go of your dreams, you must think that this thing is not about me. I'm fighting a battle. I'm fighting my battle for myself and for generations to come. Let me tell you something, and you pastors, listen to this. One of the reasons I'm radical in my faith is this. I'm not your pastor because I gather you together. I'm your pastor and your leader because I'm ahead of you in faith. I must show you examples that shows it's impossible. Because there's no entitlement in title. It's impact that determines status in life. And, don't, don't, don't you know me? What's don't you know me? Show what you can do, sir. In this kingdom, they don't talk. You, you show. You show what you can do. I'm saying so to you because many of you here, a single men of you are married here. When your child grows up, will he know you as a man of fear or a man of faith? Will he be able to say this is what my father did and because he had audacious faith or he will say he will not be able to see anything? David said, is there not a cause? So every warrior knows it's not about me. There's a superior cause to this. The reason why I go to that work and have audacious dream it's not about me. There's a superior cost to this. The reason why I fight for the marriage, it's not about me. There's a superior cost to this. And let me tell you something. It's one thing to even think of, oh my, can I go deeper tonight? Many of you, God is depending on you to cross family boundaries. There are certain things that nobody has done in your family before. And God is saying, Funke, can you be the first person? Victor, can you be the first person? Ola, can you be the first person? Because once you cross the line, you open the door for others to follow through. But the way you will open the door is not by fear. The way you will open the door is by radical faith. It's that faith that is crazy. It's faith that is insane. It's faith that is impossible glory to God when I started a church my mother reminded me that there's nobody that is a pastor in the family see not even pastor that is a pastor pastor Thought of starting a church I said start from somewhere your family everybody was polygamous it must stop somewhere your family everybody died at 50 with a heart attack it must stop somewhere Your family, nobody ever owned their house. Everybody was renting. It must stop somewhere. Your family, nobody ever left houses for their children. It must start somewhere. And that person it starts from must be you. The reason why you're not audacious because you think this about you. You really think this about you? David's looked at Eliab. He said, You think this about me? Is there not a cause? There is a cause. There is a cause. The reason why I'm saying, I'm giving you reasons to keep fighting, even when it seems tough. Because sometimes it will get so tough. But I want to think of, if I give up when I'm dying, well, I will tell my children that I gave up. Is that what I would tell my children? They will look at me in the face and I'll look at them and say, I gave up. Or I look at them and say, Son, it was very tough. But we came through. I want to ask you how do you encourage your child to have faith and follow through if you cannot have faith and follow through as an adult? there cho- are families that are so wrecked that it's the parents that teach their children how to borrow money oh you know what I'm talking about you can pretend as if you don't know but I know you know what I'm talking about their fam- the-, the mother will call the daughter and say we have to eat oh, whatever you have to do, go and do and she knows what she's saying and the reason why she says so that that's how she survived that's how she ended up where she is and she's now raising another generation That will be like that. And you think I will not fight? Where is it going to stop? And that fight is a fight of faith. (laughs) David said, It's not a cause. And listen to me, everybody look at me, everybody. I might just say one or two things I will have to close, I don't have time again. If you don't fight the fight that you are ordained to fight, guess what will happen? You will fight battles you were not called to fight. How do I mean? Instead of you to fight for something that is life-changing, you will fight things that, that have no meaning. Many of you are busy fighting for likes on social media. Things that have no meaning. Many of you are busy fighting for people's approval. Things that have no meaning. Many of you are busy fighting for attention, things that have no meaning. Many of you are busy fighting for things that have no meaning. The reason why is that everybody fights for something, but can you fight for what is valuable? That's the truth. Everybody's fighting for something. Some of you are here, you're fighting for something. There's a bigger cause. Did you notice Eliab could not fight Goliath, but was fighting David. I wish I was David. I'll say, "Egon, hey, well, if you have power, go. <laughs> I'm telling you. Instead of you to fight to start a cell, instead of you to fight to win the gospel, you'll be seeing the HOD that is slim. The one that has no minister. And the pastor is talking. What are they doing with the building? You don't. That's the kind of battle because you need to fight something. And since your hand is empty, Satan will give you empty fight to fight. Ah, some people are fighting, fight or no fight. Juggling up and down. Juggling up and down. There's nothing there. Juggling up and down. Nothing there. So much action. No progression. And because the devil has given them a fight to fight. I refuse to fight. No fight. I will fight for a cause. I will fight for a purpose. Why do I fight? Number two. David said, "Who?" What will be done to the man that removed the reproach from Israel? Why do warriors fight? Number two reason, they fight to advance the kingdom. Ah. They understand this fight is not about me. It's for, someone says, listen to me. If all the reason you want to be rich is for you to have a great life, all your money will be small. Because... All the money you need to have a great life is not too much, it's just just a, just so much more money. But when you see how much pornography is how much is spent, some say that some say that you know what? I want to be so rich I can wipe out my Libya from Nigeria. My God. Some say I want to be so rich that just in my lifetime I can fund crusades that will save me hundred million people. My god, that is fighting for a kingdom to expand. you say, Lord, I don't know why we have not moved to Antony yet, but if you can try me, I can write a check for a hundred million. And let me tell you something. See, not very long from here, many of you will start giving ten million. Twenty million. Thirty million and it will be nothing to you because you've learned the principle that the reason I'm fighting see let me say something to you many of you have to go into politics not because it's nice because you have to fight because when they want to bring policies against the church God needs your voice to stand against them some of you need to fight because there will be a time the body of Jesus only someone that has a voice to get it from Pilate the body of Jesus will need someone that can get that body from Pilate. The point is, any small thing that's work is so stressful. Any small thing that's they're so oppressive. Any small thing, hey, will you keep white and stop being petty? That is called life. Focus on your assignment. Focus on your mission. Soldiers are not petty. Soldiers work to please the master. You please while you are called. Any small thing, I'm tired of entrepreneurship. It's not working. It's not this. It's not that. It's not this. It's not that. But what is this and that? Because you don't remember that you you fight for a superior cause. There's a kingdom to fight. There's a kingdom to expand. When I see all those girls on Allen, when I see all those girls in phase two who wear all those clothes and reveal that clothes in Farm City, in the place, there's a fight I have to fight. You know why? Most of those girls, the money they even make is not for themselves. There's a godmother somewhere that they take that money to, and she gives them a part. It's a whole cabal, and we can tell people and say, "Hey, we will bring our money and money for money." Hallelujah! Say, put, sit and put down your cash. We put down our cash. What are we talking about? You go to unite on a Friday night. You see, you see all those wicked men and women drive into the place, go and take people that are young enough to be their children and sleep with them. 50 year old men to 20 year old girls. And there are student men and women that are organizing it. And some of those men are not clean, they're using diabolical powers. When they sleep with them, something goes wrong with those girls. But those girls are so impoverished, they cannot think. And when the girl says, I'm going out, I'm going to give you 50K, we say, Don't go out from the church, 70K. Ah. <laughs> what we're talking about i said we 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 match it for money for money and 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 if this is your thinking then you can't think small if this is your thinking it's going to be difficult because satan knows once you have the box you're going to change things so he's going to make things difficult but It doesn't matter how difficult it makes it. Bible says, 1 John 5, 4, Whatsoever is born of God overcomes the world, and this is the victory that overcomes the world, even our faith. Our faith is victorious. Hallelujah. It's victorious on Monday. It's victorious on Tuesday. It's victorious on Wednesday. It's victorious on Thursday. It's victorious on Friday. It's victorious on Saturday. It's victorious on Sunday. If you believe, say amen, somebody. See, what I'm saying to you is this. If you're really going to succeed in life, you must have a bigger purpose for career and life success more than yourself. That's what I'm saying to you. What was the secret of David? David got to battle. He said, see, David understood something. If he didn't get Goliath, there's no way he will become a slave. Hope you know that. David can always protect himself. He can always fight for himself. But he thought of the whole of Israel. He thought that a Goliath was insulting the God of Israel, and he says, "Who is this uncircumcised, idiotic, stupid, huge, having no sense, doesn't descend truth and revelation, to come and speak against the God of Israel?" He says, "Who is it? What will be done to the man that takes away the reproach?" He said, "It would take away. It would take." David said, "What we, he, David gave himself a name. The man that taketh away the reproach. You look at your family. The way your parents stay, they should not be staying there. You take the reproach from the family. You come to church like this, say, no, 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 no. They say, it's hot, it's hot. They say, why is it so hot? why is it so hot? You don't talk to me. You say, where is the pastor? Sir, please, can they remove one, two, three, four? He say, what do you mean by that? This is a check, sir. I've just ordered for brand new races. They will deliver it tomorrow. You know how many sisters in church? Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. And there's a list two hallelujah also. Many stars in church can never pray for the will of God because this thing is important. Brothers, you need to take care of the approach. Oh, should I talk? All these guys are saying that, Ah, I'm willing for a good man, a godly man. When they find a godly man, why do they ask for iPhone, not Bible? Is God man you're looking for? What should a godly man have? <laughs> Someone say, well, "What about the iPhone that is in the Bible?" You should have said that you are looking for a godly, rich man. But brothers, it's not their faults. What will take away the reproach? When they find brothers that can spend on you and don't demand for sex, what would they do for all those silly boys they love for? They will spend on you, take care of you. After everything, I'll drop you at home. Ah, eh? Because normally, when they go out like that, after they have demanded, they will not lay them down on the altar sacrifice. I lay down my lifetime before the altar forevermore. I will lay there. I like, no, no, no! Oh, you know, she's so shocked. Are you upset with me? No, I'm not upset with you. I thought we were going to go and chill. No, no, no! But we're Christians. How can we do that? When they go back and meet their Shinene friends, and they show them the iPhone and the cash, they say, "Ah, how many rounds did this guy do? What do we want to buy rounds? We're Christians. We don't do rounds." We express the love of Jesus. <clears throat> she then goes, Oh, wow. What church do you go to? Harvest us, of course. When we are changed, she not say, I'm a member of course also. Let's pray. What I teach you today to fight not let go see the reason you let go of your dream is this it's all about you when you find a superior purpose you will hold on listen to me everybody everybody look at me look at me i need people that will start saying pastor i will sponsor ads on on i will sponsor ads on youtube facebook just for people to come to know christ i will pay for buses pastor how come we don't set food in church let's start serving food in church why are you doing that because I just for the name's sake? You don't go to beer parlor and there's no beer, even if you have money, if you don't have money, there's always beer for you to drink. How come in church we are not that largesse? And the Bible says, Proverbs thirty thirty. Proverbs 30, read again, read again, Proverbs 30, 30. Is the screen going to come on? It says, Lion is the king of all the beasts and turn it not aside for it look at that see for his name's sake you need to succeed ladies for your children for other women so that you can start saying things like I didn't have to sleep around to get to where I am today ladies you have to be I need you to have those testimonies I need you for the generations that are after you some of you have made the mistakes already but from where you are you can make a turning point Can God depend on you? Can you not start dream for God? Lift up your hands and pray and pray unto God. Everybody let's let's go ahead and pray. 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 Oh Lord, I drop my personal purpose for success. For a superior purpose. Superior purpose. I'm going to go through thin and I'm going to go through everything for a superior purpose. It's not about me. You're giving me a reason to fight. I'm, listen, I'm not going to let go of my dream. That dream to own a bank. That dream to buy a bank. That dream to have international headquarters. I'm not going to let go of my dreams. In Jesus' name, we pray. Can okay, we pray together. Listen to me, everybody. You know, some people don't go to sell. They like, Oh, I don't like the cell venues. They always smell. It's time for someone to wipe you without reproach. How do I get nice, like, nice, nicest house and put cell inside? When they come, there's a chef that says, What are you guys having today? Before the something, they send a man and say, well, This is a man for cell in today. The cell will grow without effort. Before you go for sale, they might say, Let's just clean, open the window. Is it there's no light? Okay, do you have something? Ah, take me with that reproach. Are you making my take with the reproach? Yes, so, when you have a superior cause, you don't fight for yourself, you fight to protect the one you love, you fight for the expansion of the kingdom. And Lord, you see our heart today. Lord, you see our heart today. Honor every heart I ask you. Honor every heart desire. Everyone that's making up their mind and saying, This is no longer about me. This faith message, this goals, this dream is no longer about me, it's about you. Will you, Lord, honor their faith today? Help them to stay strong and to come through in Jesus' name. Dreams will manifest for you in Jesus' mighty name. Listen, the secret to holding your dreams without letting it go, is tying your dream towards a superior purpose. God bless you and have your seats.